Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Hey, thanks for joining us. Um, If this is your first time listener or if you've been listening for a while, we really appreciate you. We are going to talk about situational anxiety anxiety today. Um, Just going to give a short definition and then talk about our experiences and how we have grown uh, in our marriages dealing with situational anxiety. Hey, and I just got to say, if you're not engaging with us on social media, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You got to get over there. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. You can hit us up on the uh, website, marriagestougher.com. Search Marriage is Tougher through all of it, and you will find us. You can engage with us, and we will answer all your questions. If you want to be a guest, you can do that. But uh, we want you guys to really be a part of this community, and one of the easiest and best ways for you to do that is to engage with us on our socials. So be a part of the show and uh, get ready to make a change. Today we're going to talk about situational anxiety, and it was an interesting realization I think that we had in a conversation a little while ago um, talking about why we respond the way that we do in uncomfortable situations Um, so we're just going to chat about it but just to so we can all be on the same page um, since situational anxiety man I really can't say it is a form of anxiety that occurs in response to a specific situation. Um, And this type of anxiety is more normal and common because we all have certain situations that can make us anxious. Um, What do you think about that when you think about marriage and situational anxiety? Uh, I'm just going back to that conversation that happened with us and when we had that realization that, you know, this is basically what we're suffering from in difficult spaces with our wives is a situational anxiety, right? Um, That was such a breakthrough for me just to know what I was dealing with. And like, it, it basically allowed me to stop thinking that like, man, I just don't know how to do this, right? where do I get the tools? It it was like basically this physiological thing that was happening in my body that was preventing me from opening up to my wife fully. Um, And so now that I have that basis, I've, uh, you know, basically given myself permission to, I want to say stop being like mad at myself. Right. Um, and yeah. then having that basis also allows me to fight through it better. Right. Like you, there could be a dragon in the room, but if it's invisible, you don't know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you just keep getting <laughs> lit up. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. know why that came to, to mind, but either way. You know, um, knowing what you're battling is is so helpful. And so now I uh, 
I fight through it. I, you know, am able to ask my wife for patience. Um, but more or less, you know, I, I think that knowing that that's what I'm dealing with, um, gives me something to stand on or kind of gives me a springboard, I guess is the, what the words I'm looking for. Right. Because there's like two choices. There's the choice like, Oh, well, this is what I'm dealing with. And like, that's just what it is. I'm, you know, I can't help it. Right. Mm -hmm. But for me, it, like I said, it's more of a springboard where I can say, okay, at least I have, I could do some research. I could talk to some people. I can ask my wife for a little bit of grace but then, you know, I could just choose to change direction, right? If I start to feel that way, I can recognize it and say, all right, I got I to gotta shift my mindset and just choose to love my wife by talking in this moment, you know. I don't know I've, I've rambled, so <laughs> that's where I'm at. No, yeah, for me it was... Um it was the question of the deep why, mm. right? Like if you keep asking why you eventually get to the root of what the issue is, but I don't think I ever asked that deep of a why. And that the why is why do I respond a certain way to uncomfortable situations mm -hmm. uh, in my marriage, right? Cause generally I'm not so much there. Um, in outside situations, I think some, but even that helps me. Recognizing it's situational anxiety helps me now see and address it. So it it gave language to, I was able to express it. And once I can express it, I can um, battle it, for lack of a better term, better. Yeah. Um, I come with a better game plan or like you said, even be able to see signs of it happening yep. um, and try to crush it before it's overtaking and allows me to run. But it also gives, um, it gives space for like my defaults and like explanation of my defaults, right? right? Like my default is to, if I'm having an uncomfortable conversation or maybe at odds, not seeing the same way, my default is to either just shut up and hope that it passes because um, I'm not feeling it. Or it's like, how fast can I get this conversation over so I can at least think about it when I'm not feeling anxious. Um, but it even allows me to now step away <laughs> understand that I'm anxious there, process it, and come back ready, more ready to have that conversation um, mm -hmm. in a timely manner. So understanding that the situation might cause me anxiety, but being able to control it um, helps me overcome it better than just being anxious to be like, I'm out, like I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was very, very helpful um, for me. But I think we've been learning these tools as we've been talking across this podcast. Um, so it's almost like a light bulb, like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know. Um, so that was interesting. Definitely wanted to talk about <clears throat> that part of it too. Yeah. And um, 
you know, it, it takes some work. Um, I, I know on the other side of these difficult conversations that I've had with my wife, um, I have all this evidence, like we said earlier, you know, that that side of the coin is so much better, right? Mm -hmm. it, it makes our collective life easier to just have these conversations and get them out of the way. And that's whether, you know, you think a situation is going to be difficult and it turns out not being difficult or if it is actually difficult, right? Mm -hmm. Talking through it and, you know, uh, gaining that evidence that, oh, yeah, we're on the same team here, <laughs> right? And we're here to help each other. We're here to serve each other. Um once you collect more and more of that evidence, it makes it a lot easier to get through this, you know. And I, I'm still in a space where this situational anxiety pops up on me, um, you know, from time to time. But I, I think I always have to think to the future, right? And mm -hmm. just lean and trust on that fact that, you know, number one, well, one, we have to do it. And then two, like, it's going to be so much better. <laughs> and, you know, all, you know, that feeling of all that weight that comes off your shoulders when you get it off your chest or, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't want to just make up a situation, but when you, it's like I'm saying, when you get through and get to the other side of mm -hmm. the difficult situation, um, it's, it's, it just feel lighter. Yeah, I mean, the thing about situational anxiety is we'll probably always deal with it mm -hmm. uh, because it's just that. It's by situation. It's just not um, It's not limited to a time. Like, it's in this 30 minutes, I'm anxious, but it could be, you know, an area. Example, like, if if you're nervous about, if the only thing that you're nervous about is talking about finances with your wife, right? Like, it's not just those conversations. It's thinking about having those conversations, right? Or anytime there's a purchase that you may overspend and you know that that's not your plan or anything like that. So mm -hmm. there's like little pockets, but it kind of makes it longer, right? So, um, you know, and the, the results of that are all the normal anxiety stuff. Like you're worrying, you could be sleepless, you could not eat, whatever. Um so not like it can be bigger, but it also can be smaller. Like you said, like you could just once you see it might be, you know, an argument and disagreement and you and then you move on. Um, but the thing is, once you. Once you acknowledge it, right, I mean, we as husbands, like where we are, we know how to put in work, but it's where do we allocate putting in the work? Right. Right. So we've got to wherever we are because we put in work in something, you know. So we know how to put in work in different situations. So when we put in work in that space, that makes us anxious so that we can, so it's not a long situation of, you know, that anxiety. What you're saying is, you know, so accurate. That other side is good. Like the results... When we put in work, we see the results when we champion that moment, mm -hmm. right? And if we remember the championing of moments in those anxious situations, we may be 
more apt to put in the work or apply the work right right then yeah imply that apply that knowledge that we have yeah you know and i i'm reflecting back to uh different anxious situations um like there could be a work situation right where maybe i don't know a lot of people and you know it, I, I know I need to speak to a, a bunch of different people. And this one situation in particular, I'm trying to remember like what my unlock was to get out of that anxious situation, right? Or or to take action through that anxiety. And sometimes I think it's beneficial to just get permission from someone else, right? Um, like there was a situation where someone said to me, hey, Brian, I need you to go do this, right? Which means that now I have to go and talk to these people to get this done. And because that person was like, hey, I need you to perform and get this done for me. Like every, everything else that I was anxious about, like just left me because I had a task to focus on, mm. right? So relating that to marriage, I feel like are there key words or key phrases our wives can use to give us that unlock right is that is that maybe something that you can work on with through conversation say listen you know i mean and, and through your marriage your wife's going to pick up on you feeling that way and being anxious and already does right mm. but if you're working on it together and you know like you say many times, right? Your your wife comes to you and says, you know, something along the lines of, uh, you know, I'm going to give you grace here to say whatever it is you need to say. I just need you to talk to me, mm -hmm. right? So if it's something along those lines, um, I I know I think you said that's helped you in the past, but I'll let you yeah, speak on that sure. a little bit more. What uh, what other ideas do you have? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, for those who are new listeners, you and those who haven't, you probably heard me talk about that, but. Yeah, it was. It's a real freeing moment when your wife actively, because in your mind you know that your wife. Well, we have a saying that you know, um, whenever we acknowledge that we're never going to hurt each other on purpose, or actively do something to tear the other person down. Yeah. Um, so you may think that, but in a situation, whatever your past, your baggage, whatever may come in the way. So to hear that from your spouse, like, okay, whatever you say, we're going to work through it. I'll give you grace. Even if you say it the wrong way, we're going to figure out what you mean together. Mm -hmm. um, and that makes it from a me issue to a we issue. And that is a way for us to really, um, it relieves my anxiety of, you know, hurting her feelings, saying the wrong thing, you know, even being a jerk or being too snarky, you know, all those things that have become my default, right? <clears throat> it kind of gives me release to really dive into and to focus on what we're trying to accomplish. Um, so I think that goes a line along the lines, um, you know, of what you said. But it's funny, I think your wife probably already knows what those phrases or words or whatever can help you. Yeah. Because like you said, she sees when you are anxious and if you've been together for a while, I can't say that for 
people who are newly together or even newly married. But if you've been together a while, um, your partner probably knows those ways to calm you down, get you to talk a little bit more. But a lot of times we have to be open and receptive to talking. Yep. Talking through it. Um, So it's more of a thing for us. Like when you have, when we have a conversation with our wife, she already knows what to say, but we have to be willing to take that leap once she says it. Uh, Because you can, and we already know when she says it, how it disarms us. But again, we have to be willing to lean in and do that. Yeah. I mean, there's there was a space and time where I don't know that it would have mattered what she said to me. You know, um, because I, I think more or less I just wasn't prepared to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it took me making the choice to basically love her before myself is how I want to put it. Right. Yeah. And by consciously making that choice, it's, you know, a conscious choice to put what you're feeling at the moment down for a second. Right. It's not like, oh, I have to forget that I'm upset about something or I have to forget that. I might be right in this situation, right? Whatever the case may be. But it's, in my mind, just more or less choosing to feed her what she needs in order to progress forward, right? And and it basically goes both ways, right? It's just, it's really what we just said. What your wife is good at is feeding you what you need, which is that space and allowance to do what you need to do. Right. And then we'll correct or fix or have a conversation and you know do that on the back end. But whatever it is that gets the conversation started, you know, sometimes that's a, a good tool to have. Um, you know, there's been spaces in my marriage where, you know, she's had to, you know, really just like get loud with me and, you know, basically tell me. Like, listen, if you don't talk to me, like, we can't have a relationship, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, that might scare you into some action. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Listen, whatever it takes. Yeah, man. And that's what it is, the the choice to do whatever it takes, right? I mean, before we were recording, we were talking about doing whatever it takes to advance our careers, right? Mm -hmm. We do whatever it takes to make sure our children are safe. You know, we, and we should do whatever it takes to make sure that our wives are safe. And that's not only physically. Right. Yeah, I mean, you said something a little earlier about being prepared for those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think talking about situational anxiety or even looking it up is one of those things that help you prepare. We've kind of been talking about that the whole time, like. Once we define something, we can now use it as a tool to move past it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, I think that's kind of where we're, what we're trying to land on, right? Is acknowledge and move forward. Yeah. Um, I think that's 
kind of part of our growth mindset anyway. So like that's what we try to do. But it's how do we do that in marriage in each specific part of our marriage? I mean, are you willing, like you said, are you willing to do whatever it takes? And that is, I think that's one of those things as far as like, being a husband and, you know, we talk about, you know, dying for your wife or laying down for laying down it all for your wife. But it's not just, as you said, the physical, mm-hmm. like, what will you lay down? What will you die to? What will you forfeit for the good of your relationship and for your wife? Right. So if you're both looking to give up, or lay down or forfeit your your preferences for the good of the other, then your marriage will thrive. Yeah. So, yeah. I hey. like that. I like what you said about that. That's good. What's up? Uh, we are coming up on time, and I just want to make it a point to say to all of our listeners, this is a do-work podcast, all right? So if you're listening and you're not ready to do some work, that's that's fine. You know, gain the knowledge, um, you know, that we are making self-discoveries here. And when we have guests on, you know, they they share with us their experiences. Um, so just listening is a positive thing. However, like I just said, this is a take action, you know, get moving, make corrections, be better podcast. So I just want to give you that encouragement that, you know, we're we're along on the ride with you. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to take the opportunity to reach out to us through Facebook, through Instagram, um, even our where, uh, website, marriageistougher.com, um, through all the socials, search Marriage is Tougher. And just let us know what you're thinking about. If you want to continue the conversation, please do so that uh, there. Um, but then, you know feel free to contribute as well. If there's something that you would like us to talk about that maybe you don't feel comfortable being, uh, you know, a guest on, but still want us to, to touch the topic, you know, let us know. And we'll, we'll try to put it in the chain of, uh, of episodes we got going here. But outside of that, we thank you for listening. And, uh, you know, that's all I got. So that was needed. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.